Hey, this is Anquanise Lamore, and you're tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. I wanted to get on here really quick. Um, if you see me keep looking down, I'm actually recording uh, the podcast as I'm doing this now. Because I feel like it's a good topic that everybody needs to hear. Um, so, uh, yesterday morning, uh, last night, well, yesterday morning, last night, um, I put up a status and I said verbal abuse is abuse. Um, basically, stop talking to y'all kids like they is sick. Like, those are my exact words. Um, and we got a lot of, um, comments back. So I wanted to get on here and explain why I said what I said. So, um, everybody knows the Generation of Curse Breakers is a podcast where we have conversations that people are not used to. We have real conversations. I may agree with you, but I may play the other role, um, like devil's advocate just to get people minds and get people talking because I feel like um, a lot of people don't talk about these things. So I said what I said <laughs> because I just felt that with me working with kids, so I've been working with kids, um, it's going to be five years starting this month. Um, my dance company, BBL, has been Benediction Day by more. Let me put that out. There. Um, my dance company will be five years old this month and not only that I have worked with different children from different backgrounds um, I have taught in Elmhurst I have taught in Inglewood I have taught out here in Naperville I have taught in Plainfield Javier Indiana like I've taught virtually in different countries I've taught like I've just been teaching with different children and some adults too but mainly children. I never thought I'd be teaching children, but you can tell what is missing from a child um, by just teaching. And I have a lot of a lot of family that are teachers also. So this is not something that is new. Verbal abuse is not something that is new. It's just now being given a name. And when I say that, um, people think I'm just talking about cursing out a child like oh sit your ass down all this and that if you do not agree with cursing this is not the podcast for you today um i advise you to get off because <laughs> i'm gonna say the cuss word because i want to be as blunt and as real as i can be right now because this is a really big issue in like this generation so what do i mean by verbal abuse when i say verbal abuse i mean like basically breaking down the character of a child um using the words like you stupid ass bitch or um you ain't gonna be shit like literally insulting the child um i know that some parents use tactics of cursing at their child because they be so frustrated and um i'm not on here to tell anybody how to raise their kids because as the world knows now that I do not have any children, I can't carry children, I can't have kids as of right now. So 
that's that. No, I do not have children, but I have worked with, I want to say, at least 20 to 35 kids in this five years time span. Not only that, I have studied children because I feel that in order for me to be an effective teacher, I have to study children. So I study children from just being observing. Um, what I've been observing is some kids do not respond unless I'm yelling at them which I feel is totally like, why I gotta yell at you in order for you to get it? Like, I don't, I don't like that. <laughs> so, and then I found that some children that are in that class and I yell like, hey, let's get it together right now. They go into shaking because that is a trigger for them because they're experiencing some type of abuse at home. Now, like I said, I'm put the disclaimer out there again. No, I do not have children. No, I'm not trying to tell people how to raise their children. But what I'm saying is, as, as parents, you don't know what you're feeding your kids if you're doing this. Now, with the verbal abuse, it's letting them know that anybody can talk to them this way and they deserve to be talked to as being belittled. That is my observation. That's what I have seen from different ethnicities. This is not just the black community. We're talking about every ethnicity. This happens in, in a lot of households that a lot of people do not know. And what I had to do is when I started teaching, I started bringing out affirmations. Um, one of the things that I teach one of my students right now, which is uh, Gabby, she is, her affirmations is, I am worthy, I am strong, I am enough. Okay, I am worthy, I am strong, I am enough. That's to build up her confidence. Not saying that it's not being done at home, but sometimes children do not listen to um, their parents. They listen to people on the outside. So I had to start implementing affirmations in my sessions because children really like have been verbally abused to think that, hey, I'm not good enough for this. I'm never gonna be good enough for this. I, I'm not gonna be successful at anything because this is what is told to me every day. Now, people do not agree with this. Some people feel that this is how I talk to my child. This is the way that I can get through to them. By all means, do what you gotta do. But if you look up the definition of verbal abuse, you will understand what I'm saying. I'm saying insulting a child is not correct. It is not correct. I don't care what nobody say. And if you're comfortable with insulting your child, that lets me know that you have childhood trauma that you have not dealt with and you're just a little girl, little boy in an adult body. That's just what it is, period. You have to learn how to communicate with these children because this is why we have so many children angry. We have so many children um fighting all the time, not respecting authority, all these different things. And sometimes it's either a lack of discipline at home or abuse at home. That's just really what it is. I'm not gonna, hey mom, how are you doing? Um, I'm not gonna sit on here and tell you like, oh, you shouldn't be whooping your kids. Whatever you do, whatever works in your household, that's what you do. But I personally feel that there are other ways to discipline a child other than um, cursing at them, other than whooping them. Now, sometimes you do have to show some reinforcement 
discipline. I have realized that with seeing um, my cousin raise my godson or seeing um, certain kids act out like, yeah, you you need a whooping. <laughs> you need a whooping for that. But um, I feel like if we, if we are a group of women, men, whatever, that have these children and we're getting frustrated, I feel that that's when the older generation, the village, comes in and helps. Now, the village mentality has left. Nobody has a village anymore. It's very rare that you find people that have villages. But I feel that if you are getting so frustrated, you're so angry, you're so mad to the point where you find yourself verbally abusing as in saying, insulting your child, that is a personal issue that you need to deal with and you should not be doing that to a child. That's how I feel. Somebody else commented on my... um posting was saying like I vow to not whoop my grandchildren I don't know what to do I feel that these are the tactics that I've seen work in my studio like I'm not gonna like physically or verbally abuse somebody else child like I don't do that but I do reinforce myself okay so you don't want to listen today how about this since you like Dan so much you're suspended I do those little things, but like I feel that just totally insulting a child is basically showing them that they're worthless and that they don't mean anything to you. This is how I feel. Um, <clears throat> somebody asked, "What do you do?" Because all we all they've been doing is talking. Well, if you look up other discip discipline tactics. Not all the time, I didn't get whoopings all the time. Like, I got whoopings, but I didn't get whoopings. Like, my mama barely whooped me. Um, the person that was doing all the whooping was my godmama. <laughs> but, like, looking back on some of the stuff I did, yeah, you, you need your butt whooped. But sometimes I felt that certain things, it was not called for um, words being said to me because now we had, here we are 22 years later. And I'm still holding on to those words that you said about me when I was a child because this is the only thing I knew. And because this is the only thing I knew and this is the only person that I knew, I felt that everything they said at that moment was correct. You have kids really thinking that. And then you wonder why these women, these young women, get into these relationships where they're being verbally, physically, and emotionally abused because that's what they're used to. They think that's correct. I think that we have to get out the mindset of thinking that we're raising, um, we're raising children. We're not raising children. We're raising young. Uh, we're raising children that are going to change into adults. So we have a lot of people running around here with children that have grew up to be young adults that does that doesn't have the proper etiquette of emotional, like emotional expression in a good way. This is why we have a generation that is so upset. This is why we have a generation that is so um, disrespectful because nobody respected them. And I get what people are saying when they say, go to your elders, go to your parents, let your parents handle it. But if my mother disrespected me as a child, I feel that she will never, she will never take up for me because she verbally abused me and she called me all these bitches and hoes and all of these different things. So now that I feel that that's comfortable to be called those things, you have to look at the picture from 
bigger from where you're standing. If these words that you're saying, you say, oh, but they call them that in the streets. Well, if they call them that in the streets, if we start at home and let them know you do not accept that, they won't accept it in the street. It all begins at home. People talking about, well, what other reinforcements would you consider? Okay, let's consider what do you have your child around? Who do you have your child around? What are you listening around your child? What conversations are your child around entertaining? When I grew up, I was not allowed to be around my mama when she was on the phone talking about whatever she was talking about. When I grew up, when adults was in the room talking, I was not present in the room. I was somewhere else. And even if I was present, I was not even allowed to give my input into conversations. You have to be mindful of what we're feeding our children because this is why the outcome is what it is now. You have kids that are being verbally, emotionally, physically abused and then they're grown up to be adults and they think this stuff is okay and then they repeat the cycle with their kids. This is unacceptable. This is why the brand is called the generation of curse breakers because we have to find other tactics to get our youth back to understand what is happening with our youth. Now, many people don't believe in that. Some people are like, well, you can't tell people how to raise their kids. I'm not telling nobody how to raise their kids. I'm making you think about the way you're raising your kids. Why is your child so angry? Have these, converse, have these conversations with your children and maybe you'll be able to understand them. Now, just for an example, my mama could talk to Mari, but in some cases, she may have to yell at Alyssa. Every child is different. So the way that I respond to my mother is not gonna be the way that Alyssa responds to her. Because one, we're two different ages and we're two different generations. Me and my little sister, Alyssa, I believe we're like seven to eight years apart. And then my baby sister, she just turned 16, so we're nine years apart. That's a way big difference from how my mother raised me and how she raised Alyssa and how she raised Mari. Now, if we have three different generations in a household, plus a mother from a whole different generation. How are we communicating? What can I do better? One thing I said I wanted to do better was I wanted to stop yelling at my sisters. When I get frustrated with my sisters, and I'm just being very transparent, when I get frustrated with my sisters because I'm a hothead, I yell, which is inappropriate. How can I be an example to my sisters when I can't even have a conversation with them? So what I've been working on is, let me talk to you. If I feel myself getting angry or I'm yelling, I'm just gonna remove myself because at that point, whatever I gotta say is not, whatever I have to say is not so important to the point that it's going to ruin our relationship. Let me remove myself and we can come back to this conversation later when both of us have cooled down. And people have to realize that Yes, that is a child. Yes, they need to be structured. Yes, they need to be put in the right place. But at the same token, what are you doing to make sure that they have good communication skills? What are you doing to make sure they have healthy mental, emotional relationships with you? It's dysfunctional. That's the, we just gonna call it out to what it is. And I don't care how anybody feels about this podcast or this live, it's dysfunctional to be insulting your kids. 
That is what verbal abuse is, being insulted, bringing down their character, belittling them. Then you have children walking around here constantly thinking that they are not even good enough to even hold a conversation or have a seat at the table. As Elder Stephanie Worrell said, you have to be conscious of what you're saying to your kids because they're eating it. They're gullible. They're sponges. We don't do that. And a lot of the things that people were saying in the comments of the status was true. If you still want to see the status and you want to input on the status, you can say something here. I definitely reply back to you. Or you can go on my page. The status is still up. I have these conversations. I post these um, statuses because I want to see where people's mind is, see what is really happening to our youth. At this point, you're an adult. Go get the help that you need. But I'm worried about this next generation. And honestly, I had said something um, on the post. I would like to reply back to it. Give me one second. Let me pull it up so I can read it to you guys. Because I don't want to put words in people's mouths. And I'm not dishing nobody. I'm not being disrespectful. Let me put that out there right now. I'm not being disrespectful towards nobody. I'm not being um, malicious or petty or, you know, shady. I'm not doing it. This is just a real live conversation. So I just want to put that out there because, you know, people be getting offended when you say stuff. <laughs> I ain't got that. Um, one second. So so somebody commented and was like, um whoop their ass and and that's why they bad as fuck using cuss words and not the paddle i said that's not the answer either you can discipline without even touching a child and the person replied idk these days that's not what's going on no discipline and now kids got now you got kids running wild so what is the answer because talking ain't helping i said it starts in the beginning and what do you have your your child around listening to, watching, etc. Being intentional as a parent is a is the key. It's so much more you can do, or teach, or to teach discipline. Also, deal with you as a parent. Why are you resulting in in physical discipline? Are you being impatient? Are you listening to your child's feelings, or do you feel that they don't have any? Now, some people are like, well, verbal abuse should not be allowed in the home, but discipline is okay so what is discipline let somebody explain that to me what is, what is discipline because maybe we're on two different pages i, I really want to know what discipline is to you guys because discipline does not always mean that you have to result in physical discipline like if that makes sense it does not mean you have to relate in relay into that um, Ebony said, I grew up being called stupid, fat, black bitch every day. That's why I do things so differently with my son. I could never disrespect him. Exactly. It's disrespecting the child, Ebony. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody said it. Somebody on my page. Because they was getting down on me on my status. <laughs> but somebody get it. It's, it's disrespect. It is disrespect. And I do believe that children are, children are deserving of being respected. Because how can we teach respect if we're not respecting them? We have to get out of that, that old school mindset of if a 
child is giving their opinion, they're being disrespectful. No, we have to train our children how to speak. So I can get, I get it that tone can be a big thing. Having a tone can be a very big thing when it comes to a child. Cause my tone used to be out the chain. My mama used to be ready to knock my head off my shoulders because of the way that I said stuff. So I used to shut down. And now you have a whole generation that don't talk at all because they feel that what they're saying is going to be disrespectful to the older generation. And then this is where the verbal abuse comes in. I was watching um, Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And I watched how some of the women were with their with their mother. And you, it's crazy because all of them had the same story with their mother. Their mother was on drugs. Their mother was prostituting. Their mother was doing all these different things. And the Tommy and her mother's relationship always got to me. Because they always was coming at each other. You stupid bitch. Woo, this and that. Like, literally, this is how they talked to each other. And they was cool two days later. Like, that's dysfunctional. Because you don't know what Tommy heard as a child. And if, as a mother, you're so quick to call me a stupid bitch, that, at that point, respect don't want out the door. Because I'm still a part of you. I'm a part of who you created to be on this earth, and you call me a stupid bitch. Explain to me, somebody on here, anybody can say it, if you want to join the lab, you can join the lab. But <laughs> explain to me how is that not verbal abuse? That's verbal abuse. Calling a child a stupid bitch. Like that that is that is very toxic. That's um that that shows that you have childhood trauma that you never got over. That shows that you don't have patience. And sometimes, I, I get it, sometimes as a parent, you make a mistake. Sometimes as a parent, you don't know better because this is what was done to you as a child. So you feel that this is the way that you should um, raise your children. But as the time goes on, do you ever look back and be like, dang, I should have never said that to my child? Yes, I mean, I get distancing yourself because that's my first tactic when something goes crazy with anybody that I have a relationship is to dis distance myself because I'm a high head. I I okay. <laughs> and I'm not gonna sit up here and act like I'm perfect either. I have said some stuff too that I regret. But I have to put myself in a better position because if God does grant me the favor to have children, I wanna I don't wanna do that. I don't want to be in that kind of commentary in my household like I don't want my kids growing up with PTSD because I'm always yelling I don't want to go grow up with for my kids to grow up in my house and say my mama was toxic she was dysfunctional I don't want that I actually want to break that curse because it happens in the household it happens in the household and it happens and it's too common in the household if y'all I promise y'all go back to my page my Facebook page and look at the status and read some of the stuff that people were saying. And I think that they weren't understanding when I said verbal abuse. I think they were just, because a lot of people were just talking about cursing. I honestly don't believe that you should be even cursing at the child, but that's another podcast for another day. Um, <laughs> some people disagree with it. Not only that, I don't believe, I don't believe that you have to physically discipline the child. 
And if you know my family, you know my family, you know they don't play. First Sunday used to be with the kids, okay? I just felt that was wrong. But hey. Um, Krisha said it is, and I'm in the education, I'm in education, and some parents don't understand that the way they speak to their children affects the, the child in every aspect of their life, especially in school. Yes, it does, because now, kids, <laughs> every time I do believe in spankers. Okay, let's talk about that again. Y'all believe in physical discipline, right? Why? Give me a reason why y'all believe in physical discipline. I'll wait on y'all because I don't believe in it. I, I just feel like you could do other stuff. Like, my mom didn't boo me all the time. My mama used to hurt my feelings by taking my phone or telling me I couldn't do nothing. I used to stay on punishment. Like, <laughs> and it made me a better person. It did. Like, my godmama, the one that did the whooping, Michelle Middleton, she was the one that whooped me. And that wasn't even really all the time. I really wasn't bad. I, I was just, no, nah, I was bad. Never mind. I take that back. But, but like what do like why do y'all feel that and don't don't give me the scriptures what is it spare the watch for the child don't give me that scripture because y'all be taking a lot of scriptures out of out of tactic like I, I don't want to hear that scripture tell me with like a logical reason why y'all feel that will be y'all kids is effective Look, Ebony still gonna say it. it says it in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, whatever works for your child. I'm not now. I'm not saying that you don't be whooping y'all kids. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just trying to understand why. Why do y'all feel that that works for some of y'all kids? Because I know kids that they don't even save them, and they go back to doing whatever they want to do. And then people be like, "He's just bad." No, I think you just need a new tactic. No, y'all don't want to say nothing else? Okay. Until y'all give me a good reason of why physical abuse, not, I'm not going to say physical abuse, physical discipline is a good thing. Like, I just want to know. But Ebony, some kids do get hit every day, all day, because some parents feel like that's what I get, so that's what you get it. Yep. Now, I ain't going to say some kids don't deserve whoopings. Some kids need whoopings. Like, I ain't. I feel like if you can refrain from it, then it shouldn't be a thing. But uh, some kids, some kids definitely deserve it. I ain't going to lie. It depends on the the depths of the discipline, of why we're disciplining you. Um, and I also believe that it also comes from always like my mama didn't like repeating herself too many times so I feel that with you repeating yourself so many times you get frustrated you should let them know why they get insane Ebony for real <laughs> no seriously that is I think that's part of the problem too because we discipline our kids but we don't tell them why we're disciplining them we don't tell them why they shouldn't or they should be doing something. I believe that too, mama. Um, 
Antoinette Franklin said, oh, okay, some of us were raised with physical discipline and we were and we raised our kids the way we were raised. Yes, I, I, this is why the brand exists, okay? <laughs> I just want to let y'all know that. Because I feel like, okay, some of the stuff, like, back in the day, I, I do think we need to bring it to modern day. Because, like, the whole thing of kids being involved with um, adult conversations, that needs to cut it out. I, I honestly, truthfully believe that we need to take that tactic back because I do not believe that a child should be part of an adult conversation because this is why kids are exposed to so much stuff. This is why we have kids exposed to the gun violence, the the cursing, the all this and that, like no child should be involved in an adult conversation. Send them to the other room. That is something I think we definitely need to bring back because it's just like kids are sponges and we have multiple gates. We have the ear gate, eye gate, all these other gates. And you letting your child listen to how your best friend slept with her brother, her brother's best friend, and then her boyfriend's brother like it's just too much going on in the conversation for a child that's just an example that never happened but like i don't think we should be allowing that correct that true a child needed to stay in a child's place i do believe in that child do need to stay in a child's place um what is a child's place to some people we need to go there too what is a child's place why why do we have this thing of a child's place now i'm playing devil's advocate because i want to i really want to know what are y'all responses to this what do you think verbal abuse is to you um why is discipline physical discipline a big thing now like why do people not discipline their kids now we need to find out these answers we need to understand because i honestly feel that Okay, if you have children, you're older than me, you have children and all these different things, and you can give me some tactics on because I'm struggling in the area, I feel that that should be an open conversation for adults because then that way we can find different ways to discipline our children. We don't always have to resolve those things. Um, I think most of the things of the way, the way that we choose to raise our kids comes from frustration and not being patient. Hey, I never had to whoop my kids. I just tell them what they did wrong and not to do it again, and they listen. And then I, I have to tell them more than times, which is where I send them to their room. I never whoop my kid for personal reasons. She sent them to the room. That's another thing. We, we, okay, so, y'all can hate me. We cannot say, oh, I was outside playing, and I stayed in the kid's place. Okay, so with all of the shooting, the kidnapping, the drugs, the gang violence, the um, exposure that we have nowadays, um, that our kids have nowadays, especially, outside ain't even safe. Let's be real. Outside is not safe. Um, I don't suggest you keeping a child cooped up in the house because they're going to go crazy. But outside is not even safe. Um, one thing, one of my friends, I have a, I have a best friend. Um, she just had her third child. 
and to teach her kids discipline she each puts them in like different um activities after school or whatever so her son is in karate because karate is a good tactic to teach discipline um her daughters are in one is in gymnastics and the other one is in uh, dance now a lot of people do not understand how disciplined you have to be in those two you have to be very disciplined um to be in those activities so that's teaching your kids discipline at an early age so i think that that is another tactic of teaching discipline get your kids involved in something that will teach discipline respect and all these different things so that way we don't have children um outside like there's nothing sending your kids outside like send your kids outside let them get outside don't let don't let them have this all the time um don't let them just sit on the game all the time i definitely agree with going outside but if we don't have a safe heaven for kids to go outside then where what what can we do and there are plenty of programs that the state pays people to host that is free and if you need that information if you out here by me hi i'm in naperville um if you out here by me um in the city of chicago there is no reason why y'all kids are not in activities in the city of chicago it's a lot of activities that y'all don't even have to pay for different podcasts different time okay say so okay tay has um an eight a six-year-old and a five-year-old and this is how she disciplined her kids she doesn't whoop them she tells them and then she sends them to their room Ebony, I don't know how old Ebony's son is, but Ebony says she uses it for different moments. But I understand that some kids need it. Um, <laughs> but Ebony does talk to her kids, but she never disrespects them. Um, Minister Internet Franklin stated that the way that she talked to her kids or taught her kids was the way that she was raised. Now, that's three di different generations that we just had um, talk about how they discipline their kids. Now, now that we have these example of three different generations, how can we be more effective as one whole to discipline kids? We take tactics that work for our children. You do what's best for your child. You do what's best for your household. Nobody is on here telling you that you're doing it wrong. I just feel that we can we can result in different ways outside will save even though i never really went outside but outside will save <laughs> okay ebony's son is eight so the different dynamics of the children definitely depends on the discipline um trying to think of the right way to say this Okay, so you know how you know how your parents used to say, "Oh, you gonna get back everything you did to me when, from when you was a child." I believe in that. That's why I've been so scared to have kids because I was bad. So, so I feel that that also comes from what we did, karma, consequences. But I also feel that. It all don't it all just really depends on what your child can take and what your child can't take. Um I know I know these three people and I know Cresha 
Preacher doesn't have any children. Um, who else commented on here? That's it. So I personally know all three of y'all, right? Personally know Tay, um, Minister Internet, and I personally know Ebony, right? All of y'all have y'all different tactics, and I know y'all are like different women. So how is that embracing your child if you are like, if you do choose the way of whooping your child, spanking your child, whatever you call it, how, is, how did that affect them? in the future did they come back to you when they got older well ebony can't answer this but um minister internet how did they come back to you and tell you that you know you being a mother and you like whooping them how did that experience do for them do they do that to their kids let's go there because now i feel that people replace whoopings or spankings with verbal abuse that's how i feel they scared the DC up there. And once they call them, once they calm them back down, we talk about it, what they did. It's rare that I have to repeat myself. I'm trying to teach them to use words. And I think that's another that's a good thing, Tay, because a lot of a lot of our people in um in our generation don't know how to use our words. We don't know how to express ourselves. We don't know how to be verbal. So I feel that that is a big thing. Um when it comes to my generation. So for those of y'all that do not know how old I am, I'm 25. So yeah, my generation, we're, we're not very verbal. We don't know how to express ourselves the correct way. Like I feel like emotionally we we mess up. <laughs> Mostly we just mess up. Um, Ebony, I can answer when I do it. He comes and apologizes and I explain to him why it happened. So what what that does is it opens a line of communication between you and your child now your child is going to grow up thinking that they can come to you and talk to you about anything which is i feel is great because i think one thing as parents um my mother dealt with the, uh, what dealt with this a lot with me um talking to the right people um actually expressing myself to the right people people that actually cared um i had a god sister we talking about verbal abuse um mama swilly and i'm telling them that they can be cussing their kids out causing them all type of b's and h's i'm sorry i'm in my office and people are starting to come in so i gotta be careful what i say and we talking about whooping our kids and how i feel that whooping your kids was replaced with verbal abuse that's what we talked about um but back to Ebony, I do feel that that opens up communication between you and your child and letting him know that you guys can talk about anything. Um, with that being said, I know, um, Minister Internet, I know that you have uh, grown kids now. What I'm saying is how are they responding now that you already did the physical discipline of whooping them or spanking them like what is what are the tactics now okay so she said that she now her kids raised her grand grandkids with talk and discipline ebony says she shows him love and we move on most things he got spanked for he don't do again cool true okay uh tk why you disagree 
Oh, yeah. Sorry. I have a guy sister that I used to always go over her house all the time. She actually on here. She just won't accolade. <laughs> she, that's the one that just commented. Um, I used to go over there, and I used to talk to her. If I didn't used to talk to her, I used to, um, my mentor, um, Michelle Garrett, I used to talk to her. Um, Miss Jones, Karen Jones from Proviso West. I had a lot of people that I could have talked to, but because I never knew really how to express myself, I didn't talk. So now that I'm older, I have so much to let out because I didn't talk. Um... I mean, people gonna disagree to agree. Um, somebody asked me on my son, like, but do you have kids? Once again, I'm gonna put this disclaimer out there. No, I do not have children. I cannot have children. I saved that for the real to know. Um, but I have studied children for seven years and I have taught children in the school system, outside of the school system for five years now. So I'm not saying I'm a google at this but i have seen teachers have to rebuild y'all kids confidence up because of what y'all do at home and i have been one of those teachers but i mean mama swilly i know you ain't just out here verbally abusing abusing taj like when i say verbal abuse i mean you stupid b you ain't gonna be shit. Um, those tactics. That's what I mean. Okay. So, um, I am actually working. Well, supposed to be working. I don't have anything to do. Um, so, if you want to talk about this, or, um, you want to be a part of the little group okay now my sister saying something she said it takes a village to raise a child however in today's generation there is no village i believe that when you have children with different fathers or just with different personalities you should raise them differently i did say that earlier i said earlier that the way my mama um raised me is different from the the way that she raised Alyssa and Mari. Um, me and my sister Mari have this little joke like, oh yeah, Alyssa the favorite. But it's because Alyssa is the most sensitive one. So my mama has to come in Alyssa a little different. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, that's just that. I said that earlier though. But that was a good point. Uh-oh, Mama Swilly said, some kids need to be beat. <laughs> some kids need to be talked to. Some kids need both. It really depends on the parent and the child. Strongly be believe that children pull from their parents, meaning the inside of their parents. So with that being said, for example, I know I'm a daredevil. I know I have an attitude problem. So how can I expect my son not to have the same screwed up characteristics I have? How do I deal with that? Because in most cases, it's not okay to act or be that way. And no, I'm not putting my son there at all. I am very uplifted by a huge disciplinarian. Like I said earlier, whatever works for you, it works for you and it works for your child. But once again, I think y'all missing the whole point. I'm talking about, I don't believe in whoopings, that's just me. 
they, they ain't gotta be with y'all but you're not out here beating Todd Todd ain't got marks on him like I, I know you're not I, I know you Floyd. like I, I know you so no <laughs> like I get what you're saying but I mean you know what type of child you were and hopefully like a lot of people know how their baby's father was as a child or they know how they are certain characteristics I do believe that you do have to nip in the bud at an early stage but sometimes I feel that people overstep when it comes to um being a physical disciplinarian like okay a belt I'm not even gonna say that because y'all gonna be like what a belt that's fine y'all do what y'all do me no um throwing stuff at a child inappropriate um hitting your child with with pans and stuff inappropriate uh extension cords abuse you 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 abusing at this point hit just hitting your child with objects i just feel like you know a shoe um all that stuff i just feel is is taking it a little too far um y'all for the hate me <laughs> so here it is i believe that there is a way that you can um be a physical disciplinarian without going to those extra maps I have friends that um, if she sees a child getting pulled on or um, snatched up in a sense, it triggers her. Now, she is dealing with her trauma, but it triggers her and it sends her this message of that child is being physically abused because that's how some of them, some of, some people have been raised. Um, we have to understand that most people have went through traumatic experiences and because their mother did it to them or their father did it to them they think it's okay i know that y'all not the ones that are whooping their kids and i know when y'all say whooping that means y'all using a belt because that's what us people say um i know y'all not grabbing y'all kids by the neck and throwing them against the wall i know that y'all not taking a whole computer and throwing it at their head like that's what abuse is and according to um child protective services hitting below the waist with no marks is fine because you still need that discipline oh no we're not doing it at all i love my son too much to be out here just beating all over him oh no baby right see i know mama Celia. i got you i cleared it up for you and she said listen these new kids are different my mom would hit me with what was the closest to her but i knew not to play with tina <laughs> lol my mom wasn't having it when i was a kid when i was a child and i and i turned out okay I would like to think, but I do believe that some ass whoopings are needed. For example, some of these silly teenage teen, teens 
ain't getting no beating down like we did or like I did. And like what, and look what they out here doing. I'm sorry, I ain't got my glasses on y'all, I can't see. <laughs> okay, so let's go into the teenagers. Um, like I said, it starts at home. It it starts in the beginning. What what are you what are y'all doing in the beginning? Because I turned out okay. You know, I got a couple beatings. You know, just a couple. But my mama rarely whooped me. Like when I say rarely, she rarely whooped me. It was my godmom that was doing beatings. Like, but that was that village that I had. And um, my godmama rarely whooped me too. Like she only whooped me when things got really bad. Like when I was just doing stupid stuff for no apparent reason. But it wasn't like my godmama was like beating me up. Some people have memories of being fist like physically fist fighting their parents. It should never get to that point. But then again, my mom has a friend over twenty years who did the following verbal physical. And her kids are jacked up. See? Her kids are jacked up because now they feel that they they not love. I think I think that all goes into just like really loving on your kids and letting them know, okay, this is why you're getting the whooping because I told you to stop doing this. Um it's different strokes for different folks, like seriously. Like it's it depends on what you want to do and how you want to do it. And at this point, I just feel like, you know, people have taken advantage of these kids because they had them. So they just take their frustration out on their kids and they feel like their kids are just kids and they're not thinking that they will be adults in the future. And now you have these adults, us, that's messed up because you didn't take the time to really teach to your children. You didn't take the time to really, like, nurture your children what's like so um i just wanted to get on here and clear that up verbal abuse is not like just cussing out your kids which i feel that that's dysfunctional too let me put that out there cussing at your kids because you want to is just dysfunctional i don't care what nobody say <laughs> That's dysfunctional. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but we gonna heal together. We we gonna stop being dysfunctional. We gonna find a good way to talk to our kids because, I mean, sit your ass down, and you get on my motherfucking nerves. It's two different two different vibes. Like really, sit your ass down. Okay, I need to sit down. You get on my motherfucking nerves verbal abuse you see the you see the difference you see the balance of that sit your ass now you get on my motherfucking nerves this is abuse <laughs> this you just need to work on your words <laughs> at this point like so i'm gonna let y'all go because my boss is definitely um i am in me but this is a good conversation today um this will be put up in like two hours i am recording a podcast as we're talking um but if you would like to continue on this conversation you could definitely inbox me whatever you want to do um but i would love if y'all share this and tag the generation of curse breakers or hashtag the generation of curse breakers whatever you want to do whichever one 
But um, let's be intentional about how we speak to our kids. Let's be intentional about how we're raising our kids. And um, let's be intentional about ourselves as adults while raising our children. Let's remember that we are not raising children to be children. We're raising children to be adults, and which is the future. So I think y'all need to remember that too. I'm going to keep stressing that until I see a change. You're not raising a child to be a child. You're raising a child to be an adult. So provide provide safety. Provide um, healthy, emotional, mental, physical, verbal communication with your children. Hey, Christina, make sure that you're doing that because um, we got a lot of angry kids out here. We got a lot of angry kids out here. And every time I talk to them, it's the same thing. And I'm getting sick of hearing the same thing, especially in my community. It's, it's inappropriate to be calling your kids bitches, hoes, and you stupid ass, and all that other stuff. It's very inappropriate. Y'all need to get it together. And if, you're, if, if it don't phase y'all kids, then you're setting them up to be feeling less than and unworthy. Just going to put that out there. And I said what I said. Um, so, thank you, sister. And she said, whooping is only when necessary, which is something I haven't done in years now, is taking away things. Yeah, because I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like y'all whooping these kids and then y'all ain't telling them why y'all whooping them and it's no use to keep whooping the kids then I also feel like talking sometimes don't help but that's when you need some reinforcement and reinforcement does not always have to go into physical it does not and I know a lot of my family is on my Facebook and they gonna be like this girl done lost her mask because that's how my family do is whoop <laughs> But it's the truth. Like, honestly, some of y'all in my family, and I'm just going to put that out there, y'all going to be mad. Some of y'all messed us up, okay? Um, My friends, y'all, they done messed us up too. Like, <laughs> you got to be intentional. Let's be intentional about this. Let's be intentional how we raising these kids. You don't got to whoop for everything. You don't. Just take the stuff back. I feel like if... As parents, I've noticed, like, as parents, people buy stuff in advance and then just give it to their kids. If you know you bought something in advance and your kid is acting a fool, take your kid to the store with where you bought the product and return it. And when they ask, why are you returning this product? Look at them and they say, I want you to explain to him why we're returning this. What did you do? I bet you that will hurt their whole understanding. It's ways, it's ways out here. We just gotta find the ways and like don't don't knock the older generation. You you can take bits and pieces of their advice and if you don't like something then that's not your person that you talk to. It's up to you and what y'all wanna do with y'all kids, but stop the verbal abuse. Stop the physical abuse, like marking up y'all kids and throwing stuff at them. That's just unnecessary. Stop all that and just learn how to raise adults because that's what y'all doing okay so we've been on here for an hour i'm gonna go now um y'all have an amazing day the podcast will be up later for everybody that tuned in late and didn't hear everything i said 
Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for chiming in. I've learned that children don't like to read, so that's my reinforcement. See? My Uncle Johnny used to have us writing lines. Well, I never wrote lines. She used to have them writing lines like, I will not be disrespectful to the teacher. And so he got sad. Or he used to have a standing in position, which is standing in push-up position or standing in the corner. They didn't always whoop us. So that's another thing. So, okay, y'all. I love you guys. Thank y'all for tuning in to the Generation of Curse Breakers podcast. Uh, we'll be back with some more. Our next podcast will be, um, I grew up with a jealous mother. So, y'all better be ready for that one. I got some amazing people for that podcast. And it'll be really soon like really soon so be looking out for that and we will be live and if you want to listen to more of our podcasts you can find us anywhere apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, um anchor fm all you gotta do is type in the generation of curse breakers and the podcast will come up thank you guys so so much for tuning in um we have new shirts coming out be dropping them real soon um we have pop-up shops that we will be at um june 13th we'll be at one pop-up shop juneteenth which is our um independence day for african-americans i hate that word <laughs> independence day for us and uh we have another one in august so we got a lot of stuff getting ready to drop so i hope you guys are ready love you guys thank y'all so much for tuning in bye